Hey there, welcome to another episode of the She's Building a Dream podcast. I'm Kristen, and I am thrilled that you are here. I've been an online business owner for over seven years, but before that, I was a teacher with a master's degree for 10. Now I focus on helping online business owners like you learn how to create and design online courses that actually get their students' results, which in turn will showcase you as the expert you are, create a bigger impact, and increase your income. If you love this episode, take a screenshot and post it on Instagram while also tagging me at She's Building a Dream so we can celebrate the work you are doing. Together, we are going to ignite your passion, create more income for your family, and make a bigger impact on the world. Let's transform your life and legacy starting right now. When you first start in business, it can be so easy to just try and do what everyone else has done. You might see some successful people and think, you can have the same thing if you just do what they do. Maybe you see them do live videos and you think, yes, I need to do live videos. Maybe you see them do Instagram reels and you think, yes, that's the ticket. Or they create a course and you think, no, that's the ticket. Or they start coaching and then you start to think, oh yeah, that's what I need to do. Or maybe they post 365 days or maybe they post three times a day. The problem is, is that usually when we try to do what someone else has done, we don't always get the same results because we aren't them. Our message isn't the same. Our feeling isn't the same. Our story isn't the same. The problem is that you aren't them and it's okay, but you aren't them. You also haven't seen all the things they've done in the past to get to where they are. You don't see the strategy. You don't see all the things that they've tried or you haven't seen what kind of audience they already have established before they even start. I see so often people will say, I made six figures in six months for my online course. But what they didn't say is that they already had an audience of 10,000 followers before they actually created this course. So what happens is new people come in and think, oh my gosh, I can make six figures in six months if I just create a course. But there are so many pieces that we don't actually see. So just doing what everyone else has done is not going to actually get you results. Should you follow what a coach is telling you to do? Maybe they have great advice and they're teaching you how to do something? Absolutely. But just doing exactly what someone else has done is not going to get you the same results. It's okay if you're not sure where to start. But you have to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere and you can model what other people are doing. You can see people that are posting three times a day or doing four Instagram reels a week and think that's what I need to do. And it's okay to do that because you have to start somewhere. However, along the way, you have to know when it's time to walk away, when it's time to pivot, when it's time to do something else. And for the last few months, I've been feeling a a big, big pivot. It's taking me a lot longer than I wanted to because I needed time. I needed time to think, to test, to feel things out along with all of the logical things it takes to pivot. And I'm now ready to lean in. So if you've been following me for a while, if you've been a listener of the podcast for a while, I'm so, so grateful for you. However, you'll see some changes around here because I am leaning into a pivot. For the last two plus years, this podcast was called Dream Builder Teachers. And it was the podcast for helping teachers to create online courses. As a former teacher myself, it was a great fit until now. I started to feel like creating content was kind of like a chore and I didn't really even want to show up. Like I was just doing what everyone else was doing. 
instead of doing what I wanted to do and what my strengths and God-given talents are. So often this happens where we keep going when we need to actually stop and pivot. And it's incredibly normal. It's normal to do these pivots. If you've been in business for a while, you've seen, likely, you've seen people do a lot of pivots. And it's not necessarily that something isn't successful, that something isn't going right. It has to do more with the fact that someone isn't feeling aligned with something anymore. That they are feeling pulled for something else. Whether that be a greater force, whether that be God, whatever you believe in, there's something there that's pulling you into something else. Making a pivot for me has opened my eyes. It's actually really freeing. It helps you to let loose and it helps you to kind of push away the things that you know you no longer want or push away the things you no longer want to do and make room for the things that you actually want to do. And it's scary. It's really scary to make this pivot. It's really scary to kind of turn a corner and do something different. And you're known for one thing and then to kind of change. It's really, really hard. But it's even harder to stay doing something that you're not feeling aligned with. So making this pivot has been very freeing for me. I've changed my name back to She's Building a Dream, which is actually my brand. I've been leaning into my God-given talents and abilities with creating curriculum and instruction, knowing how to teach people things, how to structure that instruction, how to teach people, how to scaffold what they're learning. So even in this podcast episode, in my brain, I can think what I need to tell you first. I can put things in order, and I never really realized that that was a God-given talent and that that was something that not everyone is good at. I didn't really realize that. The only way to really know that is by taking action, messy action to do things, to kind of start. And I've started, right? I've gone somewhere, but now I'm at this point where I have to make a change. So leaning, lean into that, lean into those talents and those abilities in something. You know what? Some people make huge pivots. This for me is not a really big pivot. It's just a small little pivot, but for some people, they make really big pivots. And I've seen it in business where other people are making big pivots and they think, oh my gosh, that's so scary. How do they know it's going to actually work? How do they know this is actually going to be successful? And it is scary to me to watch them do that. However, I've also seen it where they make big pivots and it changes the course of their life. So don't be afraid with what I'm telling you, just because I'm telling you that you have to be kind of careful And you do have to be careful. I'll give you a little bit of tips here in a second. But you have to be kind of careful when you're making a pivot to make sure you're making it for the right reasons. But a couple of the things that I've done is continue to serve my clients to the best of my ability. I've still coached them along the way. I have a program that's ending soon and I've been coaching them along the way. Even though I was in the middle of making this pivot, I still have been coaching them to the best of my ability. I've also been working with different types of people than I have for the past few years. Actually, the people that I've been working with haven't been teachers, which is interesting because I've been working with teachers for over two years. So I've been actually helping people to get clarity around their course creation, to learn the logic behind creating instruction and materials, and how to actually put things together. And here's the thing. You know when you think something is so easy that no one will actually need your help? That's usually the thing that people need your help with. That's usually the gift or talent that you've been given. And for me, that was creating courses that people actually want to go through and ones they get results from based on 
learning practices based on the best strategies for actually teaching instruction. So what I'm doing is taking my knowledge about curriculum and instruction, my 10 years of teaching experience, my master's degree, my seven years in business, and meshing it all into one. And it's so freeing. I can see things from years ago that are feeding into this path. I can see things from last year that are feeding into this path. And I can see things from 10 years ago that are feeding into this path. And I'm not really sure where it's coming from. I'm hoping it's from God. But it's so freeing. So if you aren't feeling aligned, if you're wondering if you're doing the right thing, sit back and give yourself some time. Sit back. You need to give yourself time. First, analyze if this is a case of imposter syndrome. Is this fear? What's causing this? What's causing you to think that you need to make a pivot? What's causing you to think that you need to make a change? You have to analyze that first because a lot of times it can be fear. And that's what actually took me so long to do it was that I had to analyze, is this just me being afraid to step into this next level? Is it just me afraid of imposter syndrome? And yeah, some of it is. Actually, a lot of it is. But also, I'm making a bigger leap. I'm actually going up to my upper limit, which is scary. So you have to really kind of discern what is it coming from? Is it coming from fear or is it coming from something that you are being called to do? What is causing all of this? You have to know that first. So when I was sitting back, I kind of became a big procrastinator. I was so distracted by what was going on around me. And this Enneagram 3 became unmotivated and started spinning my wheels. It was the scariest feeling. Because I started to think, maybe I'm just not cut out for business anymore. Maybe I'm just, maybe I just shouldn't be doing this anymore. Maybe this is all a waste of time. And it was scary. Part of it also was because all of my kids are now in school. So now I'm a full-time entrepreneur, which is so different from having to work in nooks and crannies of my life. Now I actually have full days that I get to plan my day how I want to plan my day. So it's actually really been different. So many things have changed. I actually even changed my office space. I changed everything. But sometimes that's what it takes. It's kind of like decluttering your house. I don't know about you, but when I had babies, when I was about to have a baby, I always decluttered our house. I always decluttered the bedroom, had everything lined up. And part of that is, is pushing away the old and making room for the new. And that's kind of what I've been doing. Because business kind of became a chore for me. Instead of something that lit me up, I started procrastinating. It started to feel impossible. It started to feel like I wasn't actually doing what I was supposed to be doing. And I know this all sounds dramatic. I know it does. But I want to tell you this in case this is you too. In case you're in the same spot. And I want to encourage you to lean in. What is causing you to do this all of a sudden shift? And give yourself some time. Give yourself space. You have to sit in the silence. This is something I've learned from one of my mentors. You have to sit back. You have to sit in that silence and figure out and figure out what can make it better, what will make it easier. Once you do that, things are just so different. You talk different, you present different, you come across different. You have a different level of confidence. If you haven't heard that in my voice today, I hope you have, but if you haven't, that's really where that comes from is feeling totally aligned with what you are called to do or with what you are doing. Now listen, if something in this episode made you go, hmm, or have you silently cheering inside, I'd love for you to screenshot it, 
post it on Instagram stories and tag me at she's building a dream. 